Hey everybody, uh, this is Reinforced with a quick message just before we get into the new Foreheads episode. Uh, this episode we had a few audio issues that stemmed from my microphone picking up a lot of background noise in combination with the uh, my compressor not working properly on OBS. So uh, the sound levels are a bit wacky on this episode and I've tried to do my best to sort this out in post-production. That means that I'm trying to normalize the levels so they're as equal as possible. Um, and I'm no audio engineer, so essentially um, I could have probably done better, but I tried to do something about it. Um, so the audio levels are a bit whack on this one, which means that I'm pretty loud at some points and Golden Boy is a bit low at other times. But I hope this is enough of an adjustment to make this uh, palpable, if that is a word, um, or, or listen listenable. I don't know. Anyway, so um, ultimately we're going to upload this, but if there are any issues, uh, please feel free to uh, tag me at Reinforce on Twitter and let me know if it's not really worth listening to at all, and I'll try to edit it further in post-production to sort this out. But um, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I think it was a really fun one. We talked about a lot of different stuff, so uh, please get back to me on the audio levels and if it's good enough, uh, but without further ado, uh, enjoy the new episode of The Foreheads. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the greatest disaster on the internet. It's the Foreheads Podcast. You got Golden Boy, Reinforced, uh, Bren, and uh, Aang from Avatar, The Last <laughs> Airbender, joining us here today to talk about his quest to destroy the fire dude and how he's going to accomplish that. Aang, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I am a little child, so I do not know very much, but I am very powerful with the wind. Uh, <laughs> do you watch Avatar? Yeah, I've actually. I saw that you just got to the end of the first season, right? I did. Yep. I um, I think on the final episode, but maybe like we I might have two or something. Yeah, and but yeah, we, we progressed. Yeah, we're just just getting weekly check-ins, you know, okay, seeing how the okay. updates going. <laughs> Wait, we I gotta mean, go I one. think. Your weekly check-in with sideshow. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> You cut out halfway through, so you just sounded like one of those airline controllers where you can't hear what the pilot's saying, so you're just worried that you're going to all crash halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Some turbulence. I hate you. We, anyway. we, we once had a, a flight to, uh, to Lithuania when we were going to a LAN in TF2, and the, the, um, it, it was with a really fucking terrible UK airline called Ryanair, oh, who just Ryanair. give you the most oh, basic yeah. packages possible, and then you have to pay for everything else. Like, I think that they tried to pass something where you had to pay to use the toilet, which is just so fucked up. When no. you're in what? The tube. Like, they, I think they tried to implement something. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't keep up with Ryanair policies, but they... Um, that when we landed in Lithuania, there was like a little bit of a cutout on the captain's mic, and so it said, thank you for flying Ryanair. 90% of our flights land successfully on 90. time. <laughs> and we were like, that pause between 90% of flights land successfully and on time, we were like looking at each other like, what the fuck? 90% is low, <laughs> no? Yeah, of course Apparently it is. It, what they, the? do. They, they charge for the bathroom on flights for one hour or less. Oh. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's that's just the equivalent of your mum saying, "You should have gone before we left, shouldn't you?" Yeah. <laughs> You'll listen to me next time. Ryan is a notorious airline though for just trying to cut costs wherever yeah. they can. Yeah, I I just yeah, despise absolutely. despise that with all my heart. Like when you go on Google flights and like you find something for like three hundred bucks, and then you need to add luggage and add something else, and it like yeah. twice the amount, and I'm like, yeah. What's, what's happening what's the here? point of that like at that point just charge me the oh, actual what, price that i'm gonna pay for this freaking flight i would love that when i booked a flight i went for the cheapest airline from the uk to south korea yeah um, that's a long flight it was like 450 quid which is that's like airline. yeah that seems pretty like good 600 what airline air china i think oh, oh. yeah yeah air china I had to go through yeah. beijing but it was it was a flight, you know, it yeah. wasn't great, but it was a flight and it, they took my bag, you know, if that's you're traveling quite, on a budget. Cool. I, I get it. You know, yeah. I, I did, um, I did a flight I'm trying to remember where it was. I think it was from Portugal to Istanbul. I, I'm not, I'm drawing a blank on what it was. All I remember was when I approached the front they freaked out because my bag apparently was too big to fit in the overhead yeah. but it was a normal size bag and the overhead was normal size as well but yet for some reason they were flipping out on us so then i ended up just checking it in and i was like yeah i, I mean i guess so if it may but i checked it in at the gate so i'm like if it makes it there then I i'm gonna walk around europe with no clothing I mean, dude, it'd be lit, but we'll see what happens. You know, same pair of underwear. Luckily, it made it there, but it did get a massive dent on the uh, right uh, the actual thing. Uh, for sh not long haul flights, but for stuff from like Portugal to Istanbul, <laughs> they uh, what's so funny? Sorry, I'm giggling because you just raised your arm to point, and it looked like a beaver was coming out of your armpit. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like a small weasel's trying to escape. <laughs> The, the amount that you flash your armpit air around is truly I incredible. <laughs> I just, I, tank tops are nice because they're quite freeing. Yeah. Right. I have to wear a tank top because the law permits me from showing law. my nipples. <laughs> the law. Oh, no. Okay. I thought it was a law. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, you the do podcasts and you got to stretch and you do the typical like reaching back. I stretch a lot, man. And oh. People think, uh, people, I don't know. My stream have started calling me a himbo. What's a, a himbo? Like a bimbo, but a man. A himbo. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> because, what a great because, word. Because I do it without realizing. I'm like stretching like this. I'm like, oh, like yeah, stretching, yeah. like fucking flexing all the time. Yeah. And they're like, he has no idea what he's doing. But it's just like, it's like a classic man bimbo thing apparently they, just you very should get dumb. banned on twitch for that honestly mm. you know what? Just, it, huh? you can't you can't show those guns legally like that oh my <laughs> you know God. true actually true and the true. same way josh should get banned as well for looking like lex luther's cousin like <laughs> you just there's just a lot did you guys exactly what you look, look like, like. Uh, this is exactly this, what you look like, like. What do you mean it's exactly what I look like? I don't look like that at all. I, I, I have hair on my face. That's number one. Well, you yeah. have something that's offending somebody somewhere. I don't I'm know to finish, what. To finish my point. To grow something. Go ahead, Brent. Finish your to point. Finish my point. Short, short form. Short form. What, what do they call them? Long, what the hell? long haul flights. Long haul, long haul. Oh. Long haul flights. Yeah. Short haul flights. Yeah. Long haul. Long haul. What? Short. 
Yeah. For shorter flights, they, they, the, the overhead cabins are usually smaller, which is probably why your American one-fits-all bag probably didn't fit. No, but it, the cabin was the... Oh, boy. Well, then. Uh, I suppose... I will be saying my first words uh, this entire podcast. We're seven minutes in. Uh, I have yet to really talk about anything at all. Um, so I'm happy that God gave me this one moment where Discord quit out and left everyone disconnected. Um, I will continue to bring you guys updates uh, whether Discord is working or not. Uh, I am sure that a WhatsApp message is inbound. There we go. Right. There's some Hello? leaks. Were you recording? But Are you still recording? We're back. Yep. And I did yes. a small like monologue talking about with myself, you know, with the viewers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> is you sorted out? Uh, just disconnected, I guess. I don't know. Wait, did only um, I quit out? Or the entire yeah, business? Yeah, it was only you. That's never you just, happened before. You just disappeared and went offline. We thought, I don't know, there'd been a explosion downtown and you'd, your <laughs> life had been snuffed. What? Is that the first thing you go to? Like, no, the actually, internet the, didn't quit out. Uh, there was actually an explosion. I... <laughs> Johnny is dead. You know, it's not that he forgot to pay his internet bill. He's, he's dead. Uh, yeah. That's the first reaction. I mean, times are rough right now. We had an earthquake a while. Like, what was that? Like a week ago? There was yeah. an earthquake? Like Wait, a, that was yeah, long. I, long. It was one. a big one. It was like a 5.2 or something, wasn't it? It was big, Bren. It was... Yeah. <laughs> It was like it was for the six seconds. That I've had. Yeah. I've been uh I've been hearing explosions outside of my uh window. Oh yeah. Yeah, is which is fireworks. I don't know. So the uh two nights, it's been going on for about three nights now. And the first two nights, it sounded like just normal fireworks. But then last night, I heard a sound that I hadn't heard until my days as a youth living in a particular area that I will not name. Uh wait, and... is, is that is that the uh, the Bronx? I'll neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> okay. uh, but I heard a sound, uh, and then I went to go and inquire with another individual who lives in my household. Uh, uh, who's who, that? Uh, who, who were you going to inquire with? Just uh, a, a random soul who happens to live here as well. All right. That, that right. I've been, you know, no relation. known for many years. Uh, no relation. No, 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 no formal, no uh, blood relation, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, and. and and then, you know, she was like, she's like, I, that sounded like something I've never heard before. And now I'm like, I wonder if, like, motherfuckers are outside just trying to start some explosions and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just curious as to what's going on. She's going wild out there, people. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, had, I heard. Uh... Sorry, Johnny, go ahead. No, I, I just going to say, like, we had insane fireworks downtown, and I'm trying to find uh, a video of it. And it sounded like, I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, like, anti-missile systems that like track missiles in the air and then shoot yeah. them down I've been acquainted yeah, with them i've seen now. that what do they call it the the israeli um military has them they call them like the iron shield or something and uh, they shoot I'm, down missiles yeah i'm trying to iron dome because no. i i had some friends that lived in israel that i used to play tf2 with and they would uh. send me like snapchat videos of them it's so weird they were like celebrating when the missiles were being shot down from that the were coming in from um presumably from like hamas uh phalanx close in weapon actions i'm trying to find some shit but anyway 
it just it's it it's unbelievable technology so Brent is gonna be able to tell his story soon i just went way down south but it <laughs> tracks missiles in the air with like a laser system and then it automatically just shoots rounds like machine gun and tracks the missile in the air and shoots the missile before it comes to the ground and explodes. Oh, that's different. It's absolutely nuts. And this thing going off like a machine gun, it just sounds like the most unbelievable thing ever. Um, I'm going to try to find a video, but Brent can go on and talk about what he wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't really... Uh... <laughs> you can't beat that? Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I, it, was, it was regarding there was like a, a post gun around of... People trying to sleep in like Texas or something, and then hearing the sound of explosions. It was like it was in a city, roughly when a lot. Like I mean, the protests are still going on, obviously, but the mm -hmm. uh, the heights of it, if you will, I guess. I, I don't. I actually don't know if it's even tied down. I think it's way. actually. No, I think it's getting bigger. On, uh, yeah. or, or like has been getting bigger within the last week. There was more yeah. and more people. So, yeah. So maybe the heights is a. a incorrect uh, way to describe it but it, near the start of the of of the protests last week um people in texas were trying to sleep and they were just hearing explosions like during curfew and they were like what the fuck is going on um and it was like repeated explosions quite audible and some people were like yeah it was like conspiracy theories going around i know it's like i like to talk about conspiracy theories it i don't know if I believe this one, but apparently some people believe that the military or the national guard or the police or something were playing these loudspeakers of constant sounds of like explosions to get to keep people on edge on, on edge with it but then the news was reporting that it was a bunch of thieves going around the town and taking advantage of curfew to uh to steal from atms what's so funny and why why would thieves who notoriously have to be quiet in order to avoid attention be setting off loud explosion noises yeah. as they rob atms because you, you mean that they were blowing up atms blowing up atms and stealing the cash inside you mean to tell me they, right. they haven't figured I out see, a silent way to, to to disable an atm to take the cash no, inside of it ink packs in that taint the money so so then the idea is to blow know. them up. I, I've never robbed an ATM. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Are you lot, sure? <laughs> what that goes into this that tells me that possibly the media is full of shit and that they weren't exploding and maybe the media or maybe the the military or whatever were uh, let me try and find it because I'm talking out my ass, man. Were, I mean, were, I where were you I've at the beginning of the protest? Uh were you ha did you happen to be uh, take a cheap flight where you have to pay for a bathroom? uh on ryanair to texas did you happen to do no, i mean different? i i could protest but i choose not to because uh not because i don't believe in the cause but oh, because no. if i'm, I'm arrested i will be deported yeah and i'm I trying to implicate you for stealing atm <laughs> I, I, all I'm trying to do is implicate you for stealing uh, from ATMs. That's all I'm trying to do. Man. How much money even is in, in an ATM? Because like, if you have, yeah, but like, if you have a pretty solid salary, and I'm not going to name a number, but if you have a pretty solid salary, like, surely it's not worth even your time, because the reward can't be that big. I think you have to be pretty desperate to rob an ATM. 
How much money is in one? I think there's probably quite a bit, but I don't know. Let's Google it. Uh, how much okay. money the is in an ATM? The average size machine can hold as much as $200,000. Oh, jeez. So if you do, in off hours, most machines contain less than 10000 uh, Still, news of a number of recent big scores, ATM thefts, have probably only made the crime more popular. This was from 2010, so it may have changed since then. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I've got an update on the ATM story. All right. Okay. Story. All right. A lot of evidence and a lot of actual images of the ATMs blown up. So it was people going around blowing up ATMs during curfew, taking advantage of, I guess, the police presence in downtown to go to the surrounding areas mm. where they knew that there would be less of a response. Right, right. That's um, kind of strange because you would expect – like with the amount of police and military that have been mobilized, I I would think that there'd be potentially less happening because people would be uh they they're actually already out there. But yeah, I right. guess if you just go to different places that aren't downtown areas, then no protest, then it's yeah, because it's happening. like dragging of police resources to these areas. But that yeah, the, there was conspiracy theories that the police paramilitary were using psychological op methods in philly where they blast loud sounds at night to create artificial stress and disrupt sleep and it was like this tweet they were like it was a military technique used since vietnam and they pumped the sonic boom explosion sounds to break the will of would-be protesters but no it's just atms uh, and, uh, uh here's a you have a video or something wait hold on there's a video i'm gonna send you here John. yeah can you put it in the forward stop what about a counter conspiracy theory for you brent what if it's what if it's the banks and the police and the military blowing up these atms in Ooh. order to fuel the idea that without police on the streets and without increased funding for the police crimes like this would skyrocket what if they're committing the crimes in order to prop up the necessity for the police force with all of the defund and abolition police that uh, was essentially the conspiracy theory i was running because I was right. like, okay. if it is, you know, a situation where there's a lot of uncertainty going on, you know, if you made people feel unsafe, mm. you know, then there will yeah. be an increased chance of them coming and check. I'm very careful with my words because I don't have a motive here. I just think it's pretty interesting, like the mental, psychological warfare involved. I, I definitely think that that is something that would work, like whether or not it's <laughs> happening. If you if you sought to destabilize things as much as possible, it would reinforce the idea that police were necessary and build opposition to the abolition and defunding the police movement. Mm. I think there's a lot of people that are out there who are already scared that like terms like defund and abolish the police just mean get rid of them entirely and let the thieves run free. Like it's very very yeah. easy for people to scaremonger themselves into believing that kind of stuff you know yeah. what i think is crazy about that whole conversation too because defund the police when i hear defund the police and and i've heard that term used even before uh it got popularized uh in its current state it always seemed to me where it was just like you know stop sending millions of dollars to the police yeah. to purchase military gear and equipment against their you know the people they're supposed to serve and protect that's what I hear when I heard defund the police. Like, don't provide them so much money. So I actually find it very interesting that the current narrative, which obviously is being...
spun up by particular individuals uh, is, is, and I know why it's, it's happening, right? Because it's all done in an effort to just divide people and get people angry. Like yeah. anger and fear and frustration, like certain groups thrive on that and they want that chaos to continue to exist. Yeah. Um, but just the whole nature of how this whole thing has come about is like actually mind boggling because, you know, Trump will say something uh that that like when he said they're very good people on both sides and oh, we're yeah. supposed to like interpret that as him saying like oh no he's denouncing this it's like no 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 there was one side that were fighting for races you know like they, they, they were fighting for the racists and then the other side that were against the racists so guess who are the good people <laughs> the people yeah. who are fighting against the racists right and then and and, and we're, yeah, we're supposed to like interpret his comments in like these ways so I just oh find this whole God. thing to be rather perplexing. And, yeah. and, Did you and see the hilarious. fucking tweet where he... I mean, I, I can't believe we're being... Okay. You know, I'm even getting sucked into talking about hold, this. But... Hold on here. Hold on here. I want to show Brent's clip first before we dive deeper. I don't want to forget about this. He's posted just, uh, it. it. There's no... It's just a sound of an explosion. Someone yeah, recording yeah. like, oh, it's a bunch of police, and then they catch an explosion. Yeah. That wasn't ATMs. That was just them blowing up a backpack. Is this right. a conspiracy theory? That is the question. And we're a bit crazy. We're all a bit crazy. Uh, uh, the, yeah, there's, the, there was the, the conspiracy. The, the, the thing is, there's a lot of misinformation going around with the protest. Like I said, I think on the last episode, uh, Jesus about Christ. The, um, the DC blackout thing. This was a, I think this is another misinformation attempt by them saying it was caused by the paramilitary. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the information Oops. war that's going on. What, what were you going to say, uh, Josh? Me? I, I don't even want to talk about it, Alex, honestly. It was just another utterly right, well, just stupid level tweet from yeah, it, President Trump. I, didn't I don't even want to get... I didn't think we'd fall to the level the of he, Trump the, tweets on this podcast. just released today? No, no, well, no, no. It was the fucking what? It was the one where he was like, "Oh yeah, that seventy-year-old, seventy-five-year-old man oh, that got pushed dude. over, probably a terrorist." Like, oh my god, you fucking idiot! Do we want to go here? Like, no, I'm sincerely asking here, if yeah. we want to go down this rabbit hole because I, I, will... I, I am completely against like whatever he wrote. It's fucking dumb. But I don't want to spend energy or time exactly. discussing something yeah, that's so enough. obviously stupid yeah. and i don't yeah, think it's in our listeners best so interest you know what? i agree you know what i agree with you completely let's talk let's about, talk about let's done. talk about the let's talk about the battle that has engulfed <laughs> the four of us and has taken over our our friend group here bren is at war and who is yeah. bren at war with you might ask yourself could it be the you know a bunch of overwatch fans angry about bren playing valorant or could it be mm. people that maybe hate his prowess in GeoGuessr, or or perhaps <laughs> it's it's the fact that he has joined my minecraft silver server guildtopia and is now looking to try and usurp the king no it is not that bren is at war against the ants and Bren, yeah. i need to know what the hell is going on with this now thing. this this battle has been occurring for about two months now and i'm so how do i explain this go I'll start they're being the yours the floor can you yours, play Bren. can you play some skyrim combat music johnny <laughs> On it, sir. I'm on it. Though that is uh, non-copyright because I don't think we would get copyright claimed for Skyrim 
combat. I think, you, yeah, you definitely DMCA. would. But it doesn't matter that much on YouTube because YouTube has systems to work around it. Twitch doesn't. We'll get onto it later. Talk about the fucking ads. Yes. All anyway. right. Four minutes. Starting now. The year is 2020 in the month of May. <laughs> I enter the kitchen looking to create a tea and honey to rest and recuperate my voice after a hard day's casting. What do I find? A line of ants roaming around the kitchen. Wow. Now, the ants hadn't really found their goal as of yet, but I underestimated them at this point in time. I didn't know the extent of the ants. I didn't know how far they could truly go. So you know, I swept them up with a brush, put them outside, and thought that was it. You know, job done. Okay. The food's been cleared up. The ants Great no success. You won the first battle. You nailed it. Josh, if that was a battle, then my god. That was not a battle. That was a mere skirmish in the war. <laughs> Those were the scouts to, to probe out my weaknesses, to probe out the food sources. The next day, <laughs> I go into the kitchen and I find pandemonium, chaos, <laughs> broken across the kitchen. They had found weak points in the walls of our kitchen near the pool table and near the patio doors. And they had worked their way underneath the walls because our house is so shittily made <laughs> they had found their way underneath the walls so what did you do how does that happen wait 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 i didn't do anything yet they went underneath the walls and they had gone up the counter into my food area no one else's just <laughs> mine and they were my going God. after my honey, they were going after my avocados, they were going after my jam, they were going after anything they could get that was a high energy dense food source. So I had to chuck it all away, and I was like, right, this is fucking war. <laughs> I pull out, I remember, I pull out, I go into my mind palace, what do I remember? Cinnamon. Cinnamon, cinnamon. They, it messes cinnamon. up with the, the pheromones. Cinnamon messes with the pheromones. I pull out the cinnamon, and I, I inflict acts that would be banned by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> I block off the exits and the entrances of where they were coming from. I cordon off an area using cinnamon, so the ants are now lost. Their connection to the outside world using pheromones has been broken, cut off in two, and they are lost in the center. And I just go to town. I have jewel-wielding bounty paper rolls, and I'm just <laughs> slamming them, slamming them destroying them as I've cordoned them off. And I eventually clean them up and I and I create barriers of cinnamon between my food and the various levels so they could they, they will not be able to find it. It's it's wow. like hiding in plain sight. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So so, so your your strategy was not to put the cinnamon at the entrances. I did, but I did. Right. You so, I thought I that both. you would just you would just put a ring around your food and left kind of Kurt's food as strategic distractions. <laughs> no, no. I, I cut off the entrance of where I found they were coming from with cinnamon. I doused it. I used half a pot of cinnamon, um, okay. which is a lot of cinnamon. That is. Uh, that is uh, quite a bit. And, but also cordoned off my food areas. Um, I, I, cl I, cl I cleaned it up. I, I killed the ants. I swept them up. And I thought that was it. They wouldn't be able to find it anymore. I, had, I mm. thought I had blocked up the area because I had used cinnamon to block off the entrance. And I, and I thought that was it. How little I really knew. How naive I was to think that the Ant War of 2020 would be over in such wow. a short battle. Because I think we have a mega colony underneath our home. 
I, I, so I not am just not a joking. colony, but a mega colony. The amount, the biomass <sighs> of ants I have murdered would, it, 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 it is, it, it, it would be written in the record books for ants. <laughs> it, it is absurd. I have killed so many, and and I thought it was over. It was not over. It was anything but over. Uh. I, I had won the first battle, but the ants came back with a vengeance because once again they sent out their scouting parties, and they had come on. And do you know where they were coming through, Josh? Mm. They were coming through your old streaming room. Again, right. underneath the walls. The house is so Makes shittily sense. made. All Makes the sense. wall. There are gaps underneath it. There are yeah. gaps leading to the outside. So they had, they had found themselves in, and there were thousands and thousands of ants that had. Basically, they went for some reason. They were mainly trapped into Josh's room, but they were going out and once again trying to poke and prod at my food sources. So what I did was I created a barrier, much like you know in Poltergeist films, they create a barrier of salt to stop spirits from crossing the threshold. That yes, also works for snails. I did, I did that with cinnamon, but with your streaming room. I trapped them in your streaming room, or so I thought, because they, wow. they were not using the, the, the first. They, ants are like water. <laughs> they they just they find they find the easiest way to escape, you know, the the path of least resistance. Ants yeah. are not like water; they're like lightning. They find the path of least resistance to get what they want. So I I blocked the easiest path for them, which was underneath the door with cinnamon. And I thought, well, that's it, you know, I'll, I'll lead them to it. They climbed through the cabling in our walls. Oh my. <laughs> And got into our kitchen that way, which is impossible to break off. So I had to think outside the box. So what we've been doing, because we've been having the ants and the scouting parties are coming in, I've noticed that we've got a lot of hunting spiders roaming around. Mm. Uh, and I find one or two, and so they're quite easy to spot on the kitchen floor. And so what I've been doing is I've been capturing them and using them as mercenaries to essentially enact warfare on the nests themselves. So I capture the hunting spiders in our kitchen and I place them where the ants are coming from to to just go to work, to just oh hunt. Oh my god, that's and incredible. I've done, this, I've done this twice now with the hunting spiders. Um, and it works to a degree, and I think it's a reasonable deterrent. And I thought I was winning the war up to this point. I thought I was winning. Kurt, my strategic advisor, my general, <laughs> had ordered ant poison, and he has had, he's, he's been in a kerfuffle with the ants before, and he has bought the same ant poison, he said it worked the charm, but the ants yeah. are going to be everywhere for a short while, but it works a charm. I was like, okay, I trust you. He set up the poisons, and I checked on it every hour of every day for at least two days. And slowly but surely, the ants were being battled back. The poisons were being filled up with the carcasses of the dead, and the ants were slowly <laughs> being pushed back. That was battle number two. I thought the war was won. Oh my goodness, what a twisting, turning story. The war is never won. True. I Sure. I finished streaming last night, three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want a snack because I haven't had dinner. Obviously. I go down to my kitchen. Yep. Where it is. I'm disgusted to find that the ants had now found a way through the inner workings of our dishwasher to <gasps> enter the main kitchen. My goodness. The through main the dishwasher. Area. And I've got a video. I can't show you the video, but there's images in the... Uh, in the WhatsApp that I I think if I copy the if I I I'll copy them and put them in the uh, in know, the doc for you Johnny Brent I feel like what you need right now is yeah, his, someone his, 
and to go in there and just and just okay but here's it. what i did three o'clock three o'clock in the morning i gotta uh -huh. take I, I gotta take this into my own hands now i gotta i gotta go so i find the rest of the ant poison mm. and i set up three ant traps all over the kitchen in very strategic areas one by the bin one by the dishwasher and one where they were climbing up onto the counters again just on the yeah. on the ground floor and this is a three o'clock in the morning i come back this morning and it seems to be doing work because the problem is a lot less worse but they are still there I, I i am convinced that there is a mega colony underneath our home that, Could be. That, that, and i was reading about ant mega colonies and i was researching them you know that guy who makes videos that tell you that your life is a simulation what the it begins with k what cool because you know the guy who makes educational videos. Casablanca. Cause, uh, Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. No, no. no. We lit uh, simulation. Kurtzkazart. Yes, Kurt Kurtzkazart. Right. Yes, him. Yeah. He made a video on ants, talking about how ants have more biomass on Earth than humans, and yeah. there are wars that go that, that go on without us noticing between ant colonies. Yes. But one thing that also happens is that some of the ant colonies come together to create mega colonies yes and yeah, i yeah. think there is a mega colony underneath our house because i have killed so <laughs> many ants so many and they just keep coming back stronger than ever how much poison do i have to go through how many laws of the geneva convention do i have to break how many mercenaries do i have to hire before they give up Leave my honey alone! You know, I think, though, I think what you have to do, Bren, is... Because I've, I've done, obviously, a, a fair amount of this kind of pest killing before. And really what it boils down to is disinfecting everything. And it's actually good because you're friends with Mr. Clean. So Mr. Clean might be able to just come in and be able to fix all that for you. Yeah, we, uh, we just need to be a bit more cleaner because we, uh, we leave, like... it's You don't need a lot... You don't even need that much food to attract an arm problem it's like one or two crumbs on the floor and then that's it you know yeah no honestly it's... ants so we had a problem with with roaches in our in our apartment oh that's and disgusting yeah dude it was bad like so our building the people who live here they just don't take care of anything and and, and me and our my unnamed uh roommate we have a lot of like we're, wait we're, do you we're mean cynthia clean. I can either confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> we, we have, we're, we're very like clean people. And, uh, and yeah, dude, and we, we fought off like this crazy ass infestation, but I'm like hands and knees, dude, just freaking scrubbing things. And then I found like some poisons and I like, you know, I got some other yeah. things that stop them from breeding and I put Brillo pads everywhere. And I, dude, it, it just, you got nutty. things that stop them from breeding. Yeah, dude, there is a, I mean, that's just uh, brutal that's dude you gotta wow. you gotta stop it at the source dog uh wow. they hey man it's their choice right it's their choice <laughs> um, so uh there's this thing that you get it's like this it looks like uh it almost looks like the 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 part from the spaceship on the enterprise right uh so it's like a cylinder but then at the edge of it is this uh like plastic pill thing that's attached to it and then you snap that and then this like liquid gets shot into that like small cylinder thing because that's all cotton and the cylinder uh, or the liquid i should say emits like a non-toxic for us uh and for dogs and for animals and for like cats and stuff but for roaches it's a very particular formula that prevents them from breeding 
and uh and then and then they slowly they slowly die like little by little wait 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 wait, wait 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 how does it stop them from breeding let me explain it you can go you a can lot of different routes here you can go like the women can't get impregnated the dicks fall off the balls are <laughs> producing shit you know you can go a lot of directions with how yeah, they're not possible to procreate and interview one of the roaches and ask them on the main stage whether maybe or not it's sad geneva convention you know maybe it's sad i don't know i do think though that it's kind of wild how we have this uh this constant war against pests and bugs and stuff and 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 yet it doesn't violate anything you know like everyone's just like yeah if you want to get rid of them like spray them directly in their faces with <laughs> a raid spray and just murder them on the spot it's fine don't worry about it i mean I wait, do wait. Think what, what's the counter argument though i'm not trying to advocate for you know pest rights uh, or whatever i don't know what that's even right. a thing i just i i'm just, i just think it's like wild how like some things were we're just okay and accept you know we accept that we will murder a bunch of cockroaches over the course of our lives i don't think that cockroaches have particularly high abilities to experience suffering you don't know okay that, though. Have so you here's talked to one here's <laughs> they can't talk alex this what goes down about? clearly if brand if brand's freaking uh ant uh you know war can create mega colonies and they can fight each other you didn't see that movie of bugs life dude they feel bro <laughs> <laughs> bugs life has also that's got some fantastic uh, Actually, uh people yeah, I, people have been referencing it recently because it's yeah. like the um what are they called are they the grasshoppers that yeah. are like the the oppressors yeah and the ants have to just work from them constantly emotionally yeah. an awful movie like it's actually you know really yeah like yeah actually, actually kind of is it's hard sometimes. but at Yo, the end of the day slapped i love that game probably one of my what favorites. game bugs life on playstation i think was it was a PlayStation? What? Yeah, 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 but, Ant, yeah. was that ants life and there was bugs life there was no, bugs there life was and ants. ants yeah 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 ants, okay i think was ants was more to do with just the survival of the ants in their colony and them just reacting to the their outside environment whereas bugs life was very specifically a battle of the ants kind of trying to throw off their oppressors, the grasshoppers, who were manipulating them and using them as forced labor. Looks like yeah. it's quite good. Yeah, yeah but yeah, the was good. Yeah, I actually have gameplay of uh, Bugs Life game. If you want to show it, Johnny. Okay. Uh, yeah, this yeah. leads down one of my kind of discussions, which I like to entertain. Um, yeah. But I don't know if we want to go there. So I'm gonna show this clip first. Bugs Life. That's crazy dog. PC it was a good game. Gameplay. Okay, Bugs first first game place game. HD. Oh my god, this video. Bugs Life PC. No, oh, you guys it wasn't on this? PC when I played it. It was on uh, PlayStation when I played it. Oh, uh, look at this Level game, one. Dude. Oh, I remember this game. Yeah. Yeah, PS1. What Bugs is Life. this? Yeah. It was good. It was, it was, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun game. And then, like, you, you eventually, like, it, it was just a platformer. But I platform. think it's crazy though how like these games I remember like this or I remember playing Aladdin <laughs> or Lion King and shit and I'm like but nowadays dude like who the hell is playing games based on movies and TV shows and stuff yeah, you know, like, yeah yeah like I almost feel like there's also like not a lot of effort being put into it that is someone I want well, to interview great. one day 
I, I mean, want to interview someone that play, that makes these games. But that's I think that's a good thing that there aren't so many uh, games just simply based on movies and TV shows because it means that the games industry itself has branched out enough to be creative in and of its own right. They don't have to they don't have to rely on the success of a movie or a TV show to springboard a, a video game. Well, they can just allow them to exist based on their own merits. Sure, but I mean, this comes back to the discussion we had last week where I essentially said that I think when you want to start playing like MMORPGs or whatever, you want to be able to find a universe that you sort of uh, like and you relate oh, to yeah. in a way. And I think if people have a favorite movie, that movie is probably based on books or whatever, but that is a universe in and of itself. And so it yeah. comes down, it comes back to you know scripting and writing backstory and books do that better than game designers so actually writing a new universe for a game is obviously much harder than just copying you guys ever a play universe ant war i have I no think, idea what whoa that is. is that a desktop game where yeah, you like kill ants flash, on your desktop flash... no 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 it was okay, a flash game really where you it. controlled an ant colony but you had to make them succeed no, I've no I will, idea. Dude, I'm just looking I, at it now, and that looks it looks weird. I'll put it in. Okay. All right. Interesting. I'll All put right. it yeah. in, Doc. This game, I I played this game so much as a kid. It was like the it was like a 2003 game. So not to, you, not to sidetrack, I just want to say I go, I went on YouTube and put Ant War, and it led to a video about an uh, Ant War Battle of Three Armies that has 2.3 million views. That's the one and, by Kukra, isn't it? No, that's Ants Canada, apparently. Yeah, There's so... an Ants Canada page on YouTube, and I'm going to watch this because it's 20 minutes of my life that I definitely want to invest. Yeah, so when Brent <laughs> went on about his Ant story, I might have overproduced the podcast and actually, like, had Skyrim music and Ant War videos and stuff up on the screen <laughs> as he was talking about Excellent. this story. But uh, we might get copyrighted DMCA, I don't, I don't know, but... I, Maybe, I don't know. We should have let All someone right. do an animation of it, but so anyway. We, we kind of teased this at the beginning of the Ant story, but it's so interesting, the DMCA situation that's happening with Twitch right now, because we, we make this podcast to go up on YouTube. And when we play stuff like the music, like the Skyrim music or whatever, what happens is YouTube has a system where it automatically detects the music being played and any adverts that are being run on our podcast, that yeah. ad revenue goes instead to the music, uh, the, the copyright owner. So we which work I think for is a Skyrim now. System. Yeah, yeah, we're just, we're just getting... We're making money we don't for make Skyrim. Any money off of this, so, you know. Yeah, but I think that that's a pretty good system, um, and uh, yeah, it has its own problems with like people making false copyright claims and stealing the ad revenue for videos and stuff like that. But it's it, it's it's an okay system because otherwise you would have to totally take down the video, uh, and that's what Twitch is having at the moment. Is that because it doesn't have a system where ad revenue or sponsorships can. Um, can instead get flooded to the actual copyright holders. Uh, mm. And also, it, it wouldn't really make sense because the Twitch has a different model of uh, monetization that's more to do with subscriptions and donations. But because it doesn't have that, they're now just issuing DMCA requests all over the bloody place, uh, including on clips that are like really, really old that still have music attached to them. And, and people are getting copyright strikes and like threats of their channel being taken down. It's wild. Yeah, yeah I haven't gotten any of those. 
Uh, I was just is, looking at the draw, though, I think. I, I think it's clips from 2017 to 2019 is what they were focusing on. I heard that there was... I heard that there was a big... It was like an internal thing with Twitch versus the music industry that um, they were... They're trying to negotiate something, and the music industry is using it as a negotiation tactic. To I say think this, this was just a hypothetical, easily. wasn't it? I don't think this has actually been confirmed or reported. No, it's like a, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Let's make that very <laughs> clear at the beginning. Yeah, but, because but, Facebook yeah. has organized a deal with music uh, labels so that you can stream with their music because they've bought the rights to... They've like paid the music industry a huge amount so that all the streamers on Facebook gaming can use music from certain labels and Twitch that's nuts Twitch might the the so the theory goes Twitch might have been in the process of doing that but not have offered enough money and so the music industry is trying to show like we could crack down whenever we want you need to pay us a lot of money by like issuing strikes all over the place and causing this issue but which I think happens... would be a very effective negotiation strategy. Yeah, but this happens, you know, once in a blue moon as well. Because I've had actually quite a lot of uh, DMCMs, DMCA strikes on my YouTube channel. Because I used to upload clips like five, six, seven years ago. Where I was younger and I didn't realize how big of a deal this was. But yeah. it comes in like waves. And what usually happens is they hit with like 20 songs or 30 songs at a time. So when I get that email with a copyright strike from YouTube, there's like... Hey, this was like uh, a D DMCA strike uh, based on a, like a list of like 30 songs that we're currently trying to like track down and shut down. So it's not all songs from all labels or like all records or whatever. It's usually just like a list of 20 to 30. And that's why some haven't hit and why others haven't. But they usually look for like, th there's pr probably some like sound pattern or something that they search through the VODs or something to identify what yeah. songs it is. Um, and so, you know, if you had played one of those 20 or 30 songs, or more, maybe it's hundreds, I don't know, you probably were DMCA yeah. striked. But, you know, if in the future they come back looking for, like, Africa by Toto, I mean, we're screwed. Uh, but that just <laughs> hasn't happened yet. So that, that's sort uh, of, you know, comes in waves. I put a thing in the doc as well. DJ Wheat uh, had someone on his show, The Fields. Um, the Fields of Wheat, great name, by the way. Uh, and he was talking about some of the stuff that's going on and, and Gunrun had noted it. And for those who may not know, Gunrun is kind of like, uh, well, he's like the OG of, of, uh, broadcast engineering, uh, the first, uh, music concert on Twitch, which I believe was ultra, um, Gunrun was on the, on the ground, getting the stream, like plugging the stream and sending it through a laptop and doing all this crazy stuff to try and like get this footage and put it live on twitch pretty nuts uh the stuff that he did um so anyway uh and he, so he would know about this better than most but he did say that just deleting your vods and clips will not be enough and universal and warner are getting ready or, or time warner which i believe is the same company now i who knows They're, it's yeah. all mega conglomerates um i actually Titan Games on NBC Universal, so yeah. Uh, oh apparently, God. they're they're getting ready to issue, and I didn't intend to mention it, just the fact that it's NBC Universal. <laughs> uh, they want to do DMCA's on live streams themselves. Now, uh, I actually have some insight into this because I was at the company when all this was going on the first time. Uh, Twitch hired a group of individuals to create Twitch music, and that was going to be used as a way 
to create a connection between Twitch and the music industry. Obviously, great relationships were forged with like, you know, the the folks who make Ultra or Monster Cat. Um, but a lot of it was it, it's very slow moving, the entirety of the music industry. So what's very interesting about this whole thing is that it was always a matter of Twitch didn't have the capability to be able to uh live dmca with for music labels on uh on live streams but it was coming this is coming like this thing is gonna happen because the music industry always wants their cut of yeah. whatever it is that's out there even if it's against the artist's wishes which i think is the interesting part about this whole thing because you have people who would blindly like I will never understand people who blindly defend a mega corporation. Like that is very weird to me. Um, but obviously like music is in a very weird place right now with record sales, not being nearly as prevalent as they used to, or, or physical record sales, not being as prevalent as they used to uh, streaming, becoming a bigger thing and all that. Uh, so it all is kind of in this weird nebulous space because technology has been moving so fast and music the the industry is like so far behind but yet music is also leading on the technological front for so many different things like spotify for example so i always knew that this was a thing but the the thing around the office was you are taking a risk streaming and using music on your stream that is copyrighted that was always a thing if the labels came around and said oh hey uh, Lyric, you're using our music on your stream and you're making a lot of money. We want a cut of that. Thank you. Twitch couldn't do anything about it, but they also never really enforced it on top of which, which is also very odd. Everything about this whole music situation is very, very odd, but not surprising given how the music industry is given how Twitch has kind of been a little sucky when it comes to communication, and then given how there's a lot of distractions right now, so this makes sense for them to try and strike uh, while no one's paying attention. So I don't think just anyone really thought about the clips thing in particular, because I, you, you probably know better than me, Golden Boy, but there probably is like a delete all VODs kind of button or something like that. Mm. But, you know, when this all happened, Tim the Tatman was like, yo, I need like a button to delete all my past clips because like he he is a giant streamer gets so many clips every day and now he has to manually go through and delete all of these clips or someone has to and i'm like that's not really fair from twitch to not have the foresight it's, it's also legally i don't think the onus should be on twitch not on streamers because uh, clips are a it, it's a tool that is um, provided by Twitch to create these clips from other users. I, I think from a legal perspective, I was reading a comment, I don't know if I can find it, but from a legal perspective, it, in the court of law, it doesn't really hold up that the streamer should be held accountable for this. Because no, that, I, I, I don't think that's true. I think it's I absolutely on the streamers. The, yeah. Don't you feel like is... it is like Twitch has swept it under the rug a little bit though? It doesn't matter if you're streaming and you use music, you're accountable for what you did. And, and you're I'm, not saying, I'm not saying they're not accountable. I'm saying that if a clip gets called up uh, as a streamer, the then because it was a user that made it, 
And if the VODs aren't available anymore, and if it was a user that made it, this clip from three years ago that just got scanned in the system, that they didn't know was made, right? Yeah. Then are they still... Yeah, they broadcast it in the first place. They didn't know that the clip was... Yeah, because they broadcast it in the first place. The streamer is still liable on it. Yeah. Yeah, because they made that video at the beginning. Like, the... the, um, the the DMCA is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, and Bryce Blunt did a, I think it was him. Yeah, he did, did a really good thread a, about it. A thread where he was talking about kind of why, I think it was him. Maybe I think Ryan Morrison also did one as well, and I was reading both of them, so I can't remember yeah. which talked about which. But they're they're talking about basically like the Twitch has to enforce these. That the, these companies are given, um, they are not held responsible which is fantastic, otherwise they wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff because you just can't, like, Twitch themselves would just be getting battered around the head with legal notices because they can't monitor what's happening in every live stream all the time. And so it falls to the individual users, and they are also um, bound legally to suspend people's accounts if they are multiple-time infringers. That's just one of the things that they have to do by law. Otherwise, they lose their, like, immunity from, from it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they but I think that it makes it the the big problem with it though is that the purpose of the law and kind of the spirit of it is that if you get copyright strike once you're supposed to change your behavior. And so there could be streamers that have completely changed their behavior already and aren't using any copyrighted music that are just getting blasted over clips that happened years ago. Yeah. And getting their current accounts suspended, which I don't think makes sense and wasn't what the law was originally designed to do. Like the law was not designed with um, the idea that you would go back, you know, years <laughs> into the past and dre- dredge up a bunch of evidence and ban people currently from doing things. Yeah, there, there's a lot of very um, murky waters here when it comes to this situation, but. The thing is, though, is that it will just get worse for a lot yeah. of people. And I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize as well, like when you're when you when you are streaming with with music playing that you don't own and, and you're monetizing off of the stream like you, you are liable. That's just it. I think I think Brand is obviously trying to like uh, level it in his mind because he's based an entire series off of making anime theme songs his thing. <laughs> Uh, but uh, hopefully the anime is. music industry Dude. isn't going to come after you, Bren. I, yeah. I, I don't know if they, that's going to be the case. They are. They are. Yeah. They are? The post, the Twitter post that I saw was that the music choices that are being targeted, in, in particular, anime openings and 90s hip-hop and rap. The only things hip-hop. I listen to. <laughs> the only things I listen you, to. Yeah. Dude, I think they, this was a direct nerf to my stream. Yeah, I, I also to you mine can't too, just yeah. delete all your clips, right? Like no, I think there's okay, something but... in the dashboard that has a clips and you can oh, just delete. Oh, and then uh, apparently they don't have that. Um, so if you look on that thread, Gunrun uh, actually links to someone who created a bot that will allow you to download all of your clips into, I think, like a compressed folder, and then it will alternatively delete that clip. It's kind of like a, a bot program that they made. Right, right. Um, and uh, the and it's like. Uh, someone also put it on GitHub too. So, like, if you're like not trusting of that individual, then you could just make it yourself if you have the ability, sure. which is like easier said than done because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, 
But I, I think it's just uh, it's just wild that we're we're having this conversation when we had this conversation with YouTube, uh, and then yeah. you, you said something interesting, Brand, about how you know the streamer shouldn't be um, uh, like involved; it should be the company. But that's kind of like saying like YouTube should just keep paying yeah, the I, creator, I, I even though they're I, getting. I don't think the company should be involved. The 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 the. The, the only reason like these sites can even the only reason twitch and youtube exists is because the copyright laws got changed right yeah um, so they wouldn't have to yes uh the sort of liability the wouldn't be on them. um but I, I i don't know yeah i guess it, it's it's the fault of the streamer if they're streaming that content that they don't own yeah. but i do think that twitch should come up with a solution similar to, something similar to youtube as well where they, they should allow the streamers to have uh, first of all, they should give the streamers very specific instructions about what they are allowed and permitted to do under copyright law. But that itself gets a little bit sticky because you're not even legally allowed to use game footage. If if developers wanted to stop you using game footage, they could. Oh yeah, they could absolutely. Issue, uh, yeah. They they just don't because it's it's good business for them. Yeah. But anyway, they, I think that Twitch should give their streamers much more control over clips. And uh, control over um, how they can oh, yeah. uh, how they can broadcast stuff. They should try and partner with music labels like Facebook has done to make it uh, so that there's uh, kind of choices that people can stream through. Um, and uh, yeah, and I and I think that suspending accounts based on previous infractions doesn't make too much. I sense. think this I is what's going to happen. I think that this here's here's my hot take. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two things. Firstly, regarding the clips, I 100% agree with you uh, regarding clip generation. While clip generation is awesome and it has become a core part of Twitch's community-based infrastructure that they have kind of fostered, uh, it is very disturbing because I'm trying to remember who it was. I'm not sure it was my friend Ava. Uh, it could have been Ava, but I'm not entirely certain. Apparently, like people like make clips random ass clips and i will look through all the time and wonder why are people making random clips of me uh when i'm not saying anything in particular but there's for her she got up and apparently the clip was literally the time on her camera when she got up of course and like her chest showed when she got up right because naturally you're getting up right yeah uh and then that was the clip yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that was those the clip weird yeah. and, people but the thing is is that she has to go through all this shit yeah right? just to find that one and, thing and that and there were like apparently like 10 or 15 of yeah. the same freaking clip that people made it, yeah it's just i don't know how they police it i don't know how they fix it because i'm not an engineer but dude i mean that's freaking odd i mean that's weird. just a shitty situation though right yeah, like, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just think it's wild. That's just it's the just nature of argument. humans being shitty. Yeah, it's yeah. an extra argument, though, for streamers to have more control over their clips and to yeah. be able to kind of go through them. And, now, and Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated yeah. situation. And my take, essentially, is that Twitch has some responsibility here. Not legally, but it's in their best interest as a streaming platform to yes. help streamers work around these issues as conveniently as possible because i don't know what deal facebook has currently with music labels but that's a big thing like brent talked about how 
you know, he plays a lot of like that music that's been targeted. Same applies to me. Well, it's not necessarily, you know, 90s rap all the time or whatever, you know, a tribe called Quest is pretty good. Um, but I place music pretty much all the time. And whether I like it or not, a lot of people actually come to my stream because I have chill music, old school music, and I play some Reinhardt and they just like the vibes of that music yeah. and my gameplay. And so this is also like a big hit to me. And so if Twitch can't come up with a good solution and sign those music labels and maybe other platforms get ahead like Mixer, like Facebook, maybe that becomes a viable path for some streamers. And I'm not saying, you know, yeah. for me personally, but I know that there are a lot, a lot of other big streamers in that business of playing chill music, hanging out. I mean, Asmongold, honestly, is one of those guys. I mean, his stream is almost like six, eight hours a day flying around in World of Warcraft, waiting for bosses to spawn and just listen to like a, a sick playlist. And I mean, if he can listen to music, that World of Warcraft gameplay instantly becomes a little more boring. And he has to be compensate and be more engaging as a result. So this is actually a big political thing for streamers and their streaming platform preferences. And if Twitch can't keep up with other platforms and try to sign good music labels or whatever, this might actually snowball into a much bigger deal for where par partners sign with platforms moving forward. I yeah. put a I put a doc or I put a, a link to a website on there um, regarding the Facebook thing. Uh, if you want to click on that. Uh, before we get into the article, as Johnny pulls it up, yep. I actually think, now, I'm, I'm probably way off base here, but I would not be shocked if what the solution is, is that anyone who wants to stream will have to use Amazon Music and link their account. Oh, that's funny. And then anyone else who is watching has to have an Amazon account. Mm. That's and the I clip could, right there. I could, I could realistically see that. What does yep. Amazon Music have? Everything. Amazon Music's like Spotify. Uh, it's the same thing, just like Amazon Movies and TV. You know, like it's all the same. Like they have the TV shows, yeah. and you know they recently released that watch party feature yeah. where uh, you could watch Amazon, and now you could do that with I think almost every Amazon or every thing that is on Amazon Movies you can yeah. watch with your viewers now. But if you do not have Amazon Prime you cannot uh, engage with that, which a lot of people were like really pissed because they're like, dude, that means I'm just going to close off to a section of my community, uh, which obviously I'm always like, so then don't use it, right? But then, you know, people are like, yeah, but yeah. it's a good feature. Anyway, that's, a, that's an argument for another day. But I can realistically see them do a situation where they're like, if you want to listen to whatever music you want with no problem whatsoever, you have to be a member of Amazon Prime Music and if you are, you are good to go. Oh, also, all of your viewers have to also be Amazon Prime Music uh, I mean, users that, as well. That I hurts their that bottom happening. line, though, because they are they are pushing people away from the platform. Because you're not actually going to take most of your viewers and turn them into Amazon Music. Like that, oh, 100% yeah. not. I just think that that is... You could do... Yeah. I, that I think is like so the that dumb you could. situation I could see it evolving into, essentially. But If they, if yeah. they had... I feel like there would be, if it, this seems like it would be a huge amount of technological work, but it seems like there could be a system where the the stream has music playing via the website rather than via the streamer's own like system, and so the your whatever you're playing on Amazon Music 
is playing out to your viewers via Amazon Music, and they can only listen if they are members. I mean, you know it, I mean? it feels like we're inventing the, the future right here. Josh is like predicting <laughs> the future. But this is this is that system already is set up with. Um, Don't ruin your own intelligence right now. No, they, they've already. I feel like that's already happened on some website where you like sync up what you're listening to with somebody else. Basically, the audio channels are different, right? Like what you're yeah. actually what your your microphone and your game and stuff go through one audio oh, channel. Oh yeah, yeah, you and can the other audio. Yeah, and your other your other audio channel is just um, the 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 music, and your viewers would only hear the music if they're also signed up to Amazon. Yeah, I mean, you could just sort of make or create like your own radio station, and there are websites that allows for that, and then you can separate the audio channels in your stream. Because I know there are some streamers that uh, stream, but they block out their like Teamspeak or Ventrilo because they don't want to be. Yes. Um, they don't yeah, want yeah. to be uh, in charge of like others' comments in their Ventrilo or TeamSpeak or whatever. Yeah. So they block that audio channel out, and then you can just create a radio station, block out the radio station, and encourage viewers to go in and listen to your station. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds complicated, yeah. but we're I mean, innovating. I, I don't. Yeah, that don't that know. could be automated via Twitch as well. I don't know what the situation with this Facebook deal is because I read through this. I'm gonna show the article. It says. Uh, so basically, it says. Um, that uh it's a music lovers utopia for a while an online ecosystem hinged on the love of songs on the giddy joy of discovering blah blah that's all lines uh I ironically it's facebook that is bringing music back to life on the internet facebook today uh which that day was march 9th uh, announced a holistic partnership with warner music group uh which is one of the largest record labels uh, that will license the records labels music publishing catalogs for use in videos messages Shared by users on Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, and Oculus. The deal follows previous ones made with uh, UMG, Universal Media Group, and Sony ATV Music, essentially now giving Facebook rights to use every mainstream song in existence. And today's yeah. announcement came to use. Now, here's interesting. Uh, because does that imply Facebook gaming? I don't know if it implies Facebook gaming because sometimes things like that mean different things. Like, there can easily be a section labeled in there where it's like, oh, but you can't do this for live streams. It specifically says mm. uh, messaging and what is it? Sorry. I know. Yeah, I know. Facebook it, Messenger, Instagram, Oculus. I know yeah, it doesn't say it in this article, but a bunch of Facebook gaming streamers were tweeting about the fact that they have been specifically instructed that they can stream certain uh, songs. Like they, they, they were saying that they can. Uh, and now I. I don't know that because I'm not a Facebook game streamer myself, but I just from the sound of it, there's no reason to believe that it would be excluded. I, for example, with the Instagram stuff, that's the reason that you can play, you can choose songs to play on Instagram along with your stories. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're legally allowed to do that because they bought <laughs> the rights for it and they pay royalties to the music companies. And I wonder how that impacts TikTok. How does that impact TikTok? Is what I'm wondering. Who knows? That TikTok is. That's like their whole business is like yeah. music clips uh, that people use. Surely they just don't care, right? It's a Chinese company. That's what my gut reaction says. But um, TikTok has enacted strict limits on the music and soundtracks that brands can access when producing content on the platform. So apparently there have been some restrictions. Yeah, it's very complicated, the music industry because i mean this this dates back decades where artists lost uh, lost rather um 
more influence in how their music was managed, how their music library was managed. And I mean, this dates back to when like uh, Metallica was in like that argument with the uh, the download songs platform in like the nineties. Yeah. I can't remember what that was called. Napster. Napster. Uh, yeah, there was Napster. Um, and you know, then people like started going against the Pirate Bay, what they were doing, and tried to shut them down. And then finally, we got Spotify like ten years ago or something. And it just yeah. revolutionized literally everything just turned a page so i'm always for like supporting the artists and stuff but it's hard to judge how much of this is just like yeah. labels being i mean this is an artist as well it, it's all labels like did you see uh train tweeting at 21 savage asking permission to say, use yeah. his did you see that no he i did not see that yeah he directly added let me see if i can find the tweet he directly <laughs> added um 21 savage saying yo these 50 year old <laughs> these 50 year old people uh, at the record labels are just trying to trying to pump out DMCA requests like they're the Viagra pills for the limp dicks or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was going fucking hard. And then uh, uh, Twenty One Savage just quote tweeted it and was like, "Yeah, sure." But that that, that doesn't mean anything because he doesn't actually, as far as I'm aware, like that guy, the artist does not hold their copy the the rights to the copyright. It's it's the label that holds those, so he can't even influence that. Unless he's in I, I did, one of the very rare circumstances where he does own it. I did look at Morrison's uh, post. Um, yeah. And, and it was actually, there, there is some uh, good uh, little tidbits in there that I will uh, include here so you guys could use it for visual. Uh, which is important uh, to note because there are little things that you can do. Um, so it's, you know, the, the thing clearly says, I received a DMCA takedown notification. What do I do? says option one you can do nothing <laughs> you may be inclined to simply allow the dmc takedown notification to process while this may result in a strike on your channel the receipt of a strike may not be an issue depending on your circumstances in many cases strikes will resolve or otherwise be removed from your account within three to six months depending on the specific platform's policies which is true option two you can contact the rights owner you're entitled to contact the rights owner directly to inquire about the reason and nature of the DMCA takedown. In some cases, the rights owner may be willing to retract the DMCA takedown notification based on a promise or agreement that you cease the distribution of their content. So I guess, I don't know, I, I, I may have misread it, yeah. but we'll go through the last part. Option three, you can file a counter notification. Filing a counter notification, also known as counter in response to DMCA takedown notification, is appropriate if you have a bona fide good faith belief the content in question has been removed as a result of mistake or misidentification while filing a counter uh then there's some other stuff but then there's the argument about fair use and apparently legally fair use is a defense not a right this means you are basically saying yes i infringe but it's okay and here's why nothing is fair use until a judge or jury says it is and that is a very expensive roll of the dice <laughs> so that's also though if they want to uh that 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 you're you're kind of playing chicken with uh, a label at that point as well though because if you file a if you file a reinstatement claim i believe that that it does immediately get reinstated until they uh until they basically sue you yeah. so so you it it's like when people go and um complain about getting speeding tickets and they're like most of the time if you complain about a speeding ticket they don't they they just get rid of it because they can't be bothered investing the time to to slap you with it but if they if they do i mean you're just going to get boned in terms of legal fees makes me wonder what will happen with games like you know ninja made 
so much money off of Fortnite. Obviously, that's a different circumstance because they have a skin in the game now, and I'm sure he's yeah. making even more money from there. But, but also, Fortnite made a lot of money off the streamers as well, whereas yeah. that's yeah. never the case with music. I mean, I, I don't think so anyway. Like the amount of growth in the music industry due to streamers can't be large. It must be tiny, like absolutely tiny. Um, so it's just not mm. worth it for the music industry to play nice. Whereas the gaming industry, I think it is in their best interest because with that, yeah. it, it's just a great free marketing tool. That's true. My head hurts at this point. What We've been talking a lot about the PlayStation DMC. 5. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question that I just was hoping someone was asking, Brent. Yeah. Uh, how much time do we have left? Uh, I mean, we're an hour and 10 minutes in. But, All right, you know. let's spend 10 minutes talking about the PlayStation 5. Okay. So if I'll you save are... my question that started back with the roaches. I'll save it for next episode. Because we <laughs> can go deep. About well, how it stops the breeding. I imagine no, it, no. What, what was the question? It was about whether animals have consciousness or not. Uh, Damn, I mean, that's son. very simple. No, they don't. Yeah. No, that's a whole episode. I that's a whole episode, animals? Josh. Wait, wait, wait. Animals I disagree, Josh. I mean, the, so you're saying like that my cockroaches. little girl doesn't have conscious Co cockroaches. Con why, why do why do cockroaches though? don't, but maybe like dogs have? Because they the, have very the different dogs, brains. The bigger dogs have a bigger brain capacity than smaller dogs. Uh, I'm not sure actually, because it's not always just. Uh, a linear progression based on size of brain mass like you and have, you have of trailer well. that's the <laughs> teaser <laughs> okay let's next watch episode the ant war battle of the three armies and then let's come back no, no, and no, then no, talk no. about whether what? or not they have conscious i want to talk about playstation go on PlayStation. no no, no i know i'm saying like we'll do that for the next episode anyway next playstation okay. 5 uh what, what, what is it it's a playstation bren all right, so I don't know who put this in there so, and what, what, the, what the thing is. I put it, I put it on there. It. Uh, no, actually, so, well, they are, there's a lot of hype for, so by the time this episode goes out there, the PlayStation 5 will have been revealed to the world. Hence mm -hmm. why I felt like maybe we shouldn't spend too much time talking about it because anything we would say would be passed and it wouldn't matter because we would know things now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, would I buy do it. think... Now, there, there's a few things here. Firstly, uh, this was the uh, canceled PlayStation reveal event that Sony uh, canceled out. And actually, probably, I, I think, also led the charge on a lot of this regarding uh, Black Lives Matter and, you know, in the, in the tech space, saying, like, hey, sh there, are, there are stronger voices that need to be heard right now. There are more important voices that need to be heard right now. Ours isn't one of them, so we're going to back away. Uh, so that was a... a, a a great statement by Sony uh, and, and by PlayStation as a brand because they were right. And I think it was very important because had PlayStation 5 gone ahead with their stuff, uh, it would have been the talk of the town. And it actually could have uh, stopped a lot of very important discussions from happening, especially given the, the last few weeks and how mm. everything has unfolded. Uh, so there has been a lot of anticipation for this. And the reason why is because we're finally going to see what the hell this thing looks like. I think. I hope. But Wait, wasn't that like the vertical box or something? Was that Xbox? No, that's the Xbox Series yeah. X, which we, we, we've seen what that thing looks like. We knew about that last year uh, because we got that revealed at the Game Awards. And it was like a really hype announcement that no one had expected. But with PlayStation 5, there's been a lot of like 
tech stuff that's been out there. We know what the controller looks like. Uh, and, you know, it looks... I don't particularly like the way it looks, uh, but the, the original controller was shown with a white uh, two-tone look. So it had white on the top and then black on the bottom. And a lot of people were kind of like... like They were saying, like, oh, no, that thing is hideous. Um, but the reveal itself is apparently supposed to show us the that as well as some of the games that are going to be on the horizon. So my question to you guys as PC Masteries people is, do you think in 2020 the significance of a new console releasing holds any importance to any of you? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why, Johnny? Why is that? Uh, there are several reasons why I think consoles are successful. This was a pretty personal question, but uh, screw that. I'm just going to go on my own rant. So I think actually that consoles is a fantastic entry kind of level to games compared to PCs, where PCs generally are pretty expensive, especially if you want to play newer games. Obviously, you can go back and play WoW Classic like I do and get away with like a $200 laptop. But... If you want to play new games at relatively good quality, you have to pay a pretty large price for that. Whereas consoles sort of serve as an easier way to get access to those games without having to pay the big price. It also enables, you know, local playing where you can play co-op games with friends with many other consoles like party games, etc. Um, and I think it promotes a setting that desktop PCs usually don't do, where it's way more relaxed, you're usually in a couch, and you have a big screen, and there's pretty graphics, and pretty smooth controls overall. So I think that all of that comes together to create this console experience that I think actually pro promotes a very good side of casual gaming. And so I stand behind the decision of uh, more consoles moving forward. That being said, are they better gamers than PC gamers? No. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's that wasn't the question, uh, but I do like that you took it there. I, uh, go on, go on. I went I and looked up a bunch of stats just to see. Um, I, I'm going to paste this in the document as well because I think it, it's a little confusing when you first look at it. I'm going to put it right uh, at the bottom. Um, I, it's a little confusing when you first look at it, but it's very interesting once you dig into it a little bit more. Um, and it basically just shows the amount of sales, uh, and each number there is a million sales. So you can look at the 2018 and you see that there was 5.59 million. Wait, I, I have to pay. You have to pay? No, I think you just have to I remove mean, your I, ad I block. Oh, wait. Oh, no, wait, view for free. Yeah, you just, oh. What? Do you, do you use this website? Do you have an account on Statistica? No, I just Googled it and I found it and I can see it. I mean, I, I don't know. Can you guys not see it? No. That's really weird. Okay, well, I'll describe it to you anyway, because uh, it, like I said, the graphic itself is a little confusing, but it basically breaks down how many millions of uh, consoles were sold each year from 2007 to 2018. I would assume that that's because 2019 data hasn't been publicly released yet or something, but it's, it's fairly recent uh, data anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the general trend is that uh, overall consoles, and this includes handheld consoles like the Nintendo DS and the and the Switch as well, though I suppose Switch is kind of uh, a little bit of both. They, they kind of declined from 2008 to 2016, but then they went back up with the release of the Switch um, for 2017 and 2018 a little bit. But the, the sales of PlayStations and Xboxes and stuff have been fairly static. Uh, the PlayStation 4 for the last, since like 2014, has sold around five so like between 4.77 and 5.69 million 
every year. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're still still pumping them out. But I, I just thought it was interesting because you framed the conversation as like most people are trending towards PC games. But I think that that might just be our point of view as uh, as PC gamers because as far as I can see, like from this graphic, it seems that outside of people, if, if you take away the handheld consoles uh, of, of like the Nintendo DSs and the uh, the uh, Switch as well, that broadly speaking, people are just playing the same amount of console games and buying the same amount of consoles as they always Do, were. Does it make a difference that uh, a console releases earlier than another? Do you think it, by like it, a couple it, of weeks? It has, I don't know. It has created. Uh, there has there has been some instances where it, it's actually in- interesting to ask that question because there have been instances where one has like impacted the other and one has like colossally failed. The most famous one that colossally failed was, I want to say, the Sega Saturn. Sega made a lot of bad decisions. I actually would love to do a whole episode just on the failure of Sega as a console manufacturer because it's really, like, it's incredible. Like, all yeah. the things that they did right and then all the things that they just did horrendously wrong. Uh, but I believe it was the Sega Saturn that was announced at E3 and then they were like, you can buy this right now. And then everyone was like, wait, what? And they thought that this was like going to be some freaking huge ass deal. But the thing is that we didn't have back then the information technology that we have now. So back mm-hmm. then when they did that, everyone was like, wait, what? How? Now? But they haven't even marketed it. They haven't even talked about it. So apparently all of these uh, companies and as the news started to come out of L.A. and trickle outward and then news outlets started to get word of it because no one knew that this was even happening. The game uh, uh, or not the game companies, but the uh, the the I guess the retailers had no idea. So then out of nowhere, they just started to get trucks of these things that were being like parroted out. And then they were getting like correspondence on what they needed to say and the extensions and where they needed to do displays because they had to display the items and it was just a clusterfuck to the point where no one bought it and it was just a colossal failure yeah but they came out ahead of everyone else and it was just a disaster maybe it is a yeah a case of the times because i just looked up the release dates for the consoles because i couldn't remember what happened but i didn't even realize this but the xbox 360 came out a year earlier than the ps3 yes yeah. A year and earlier. Will, and you will note that the 360 kind of owned the marketplace. Now, you can also make, you, the marketplace. you can make some arguments, though, that it was not a global dominator. While it did have presence in Europe and was very strong no, I mean, in Asia, in, it just wasn't existent, right? It was non-existent in Asia. But yeah. uh, the PlayStation 3 was also one of Sony's greatest disasters and blunders ever. Really? Because... What they did, well, and maybe not ever because, like, you know, some of the Xperia phones exist. Um, but for PlayStation as a brand, when you rate the PlayStations now, I think many people would say PS2, PS1, PS4, PS3. I think it's like that That could be the list. You could probably interchange PS1 and PS4. For many, the PS2 was, like, the greatest console ever created, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, millions of, or not millions, millions of gamers, thousands of great games. It was awesome. Uh, but 
what happened with the PlayStation 3 was that, one, they released something that looked like a toaster, uh, which it looked like an actual George Foreman grill. Like, side-by-side side yeah. comparison, it looked yeah, like a George Foreman did. grill. Uh, two, they had a very odd marketing campaign. They used the Spider-Man font for the PlayStation 3, which oh, yeah. threw off a lot of people because they weren't sure what that meant. They were like, is this like... Uh, like, is this tied to Spider-Man at all? Because I remember people now, didn't yeah. know that. Uh, also, if you remember some of the weird PlayStation 3 commercials, uh, I, I'm actually going to find one because it's not hard. Johnny, what I'm going to send you right now might alarm you, but please understand that even though I do understand that you are in a home by yourself right now, you have to show this for posterity's sake. Or <laughs> uh, so, oh, my gentlemen. God. What is the thumbnail? This Wait, where is, is this? this is it's in the dock all the way at the oh, bottom. Oh, what the fuck? Go ahead and hit play on it, guys. This was right, the PS3 marketing. It was for some reason they thought it was a smart idea to put this George Foreman grill in front of a toy baby, as if this was like representative of the future. What and the what we could expect? Fuck? This is the creepiest shit. Yeah. What the fuck is this advert? That's yes. so weird. That was real. That was an actual thing. Uh, and then in the comment section, the first thing I see is Hideo, Hideo Kojima presents Death Stranding. That's <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know the origin of that. And if any of our listeners uh, may know about it, I would really, really love to, to dive deeper into it. But it was just horrendously bad. Yeah, so, but... but I, yeah, to, sorry to interject. No, 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 you're good, you're uh, good, you're good. The original go point was like that the, 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 the Xbox 360 came out a year prior to the PS3, and it was a resounding success in the Western markets. But then mm -hmm. the PS4 came out, what, a week earlier than the Xbox One? And widely just blew them out of the park. And I wonder why that was. There it's, are reasons for it. In the US, I'm looking at this graph now, It's it really hasn't blown the Xbox One out of the park. Initially I, it did. In the in the US yeah, did, in right? the US in twenty thirteen, which I think must have been the year that it was released, it sold um uh, little, 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 it sold point one four million more. That's it. So here's the reason why the perception and everything was actually pretty negative. Because and this is like again, this is the weird thing, and this is why I'm actually really excited for this generation. Uh because this happens and it seems like it's already happening again. So I'm I'm that's why I'm looking forward to the PlayStation reveal tomorrow. Uh PlayStation 2, right? What they came out with was a platform that just kicked ass. A great platform. And one of its big things was that it had a DVD player in it. So because of that, it was like all in one. It was at the time, it was like everything that you could possibly yeah. want. It was a DVD player, it has some decent games at launch. And it was just good. Also, the competition was the, uh, if I'm correct, at that time was the N64. So the graphics were just like, just 10 times better than the N64. Uh, also, there's a very well-known story regarding <laughs> the fact that Sony and Nintendo were going to work together to create a console. And then something happened along the way where Sony just went off on their own and then just made the PlayStation. So they're kicking all the asses, right? They then think that they are God's gift to gaming. So the PlayStation 3 comes along. They tell everyone that it is the strongest thing. It it's like the 
like a very custom architecture and yada 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 the result was that when the xbox came out they actually made games on the uh x86 architecture i don't remember the actual name of it but it was basically the thing that people like normally would just code games on right whereas playstation did something completely different and they kind of went against what the uh what the developers wanted so it wasn't very developer focused right uh for that reason so uh third-party games oftentimes either were ported terribly or did not get ported to to the playstation or were not built on the playstation first hence why games like call of duty performed 10 times better on xboxes so we fast forward to the release of the xbox one and the ps4 uh PlayStation changes their entire focus. It becomes about play and the developers and everything. And then Xbox says, we want to be the thing that takes over your living room because we oh, think the thing yeah, that we're going to make is going to be sick and we want to take over your living room. So what do it they put in? It be like a, one, a one-stop media box yes. where you could just fucking do oh, anything yeah. on it. They wanted you to connect, connect your cable box. No, they wanted you to connect your cable box to your Xbox and that is how you watch TV, and you controlled it with only your voice and hands waving around. Yeah. And it was the Connect. So the Connect added an extra hundred fifty dollars on top of the price. Right. While PlayStation came out, and another famous E three moment um, was <laughs> that they announced uh, the just the price. Uh, I'm trying to find a video. It was uh, actually. Yo, this lore is lit. Dude, it's sick. It's like the story is is it's amazing. They literally walked up to the podium. It's like a minute and four, and then they just said, "By the way, the price is four hundred dollars," and then they just walked away. <laughs> and then that was yeah. it. Meanwhile, the Xbox is charging five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, you have a link. Absurd amount of money. The price is so important for consoles because it it does occupy yeah. that niche of gaming where people you you wouldn't be able to buy you wouldn't be able to buy a good PC. Uh, for four hundred dollars, that could play pl yeah. games that are, are that kind of level. Like, okay, it runs at like thirty FPS. I think they whatever, sell it but... a lot as well. Console. Do they? Yeah, yeah most to times begin they with. Do. Yeah, yeah, they sell it a lot. And, oh, and Why? then the other thing that they that they what? did too How? is that there what? was no digital check-in. That was the other big thing with the PlayStation. Xbox was getting just ass blasted because you needed to be signed online with Xbox Live. Whereas PlayStation 4, you didn't. And once they said that, like, you can actually check this announcement. Oh, I they, remember that, yes. They, uh, yeah, they they had a huge amount of applause because Microsoft was, like, really doubling down on uh, pirating. Because another fun fact, the Xbox 360 is one of the most pirated consoles of all time. And uh, it, it's, it's one of the reasons why uh, in Latin America, the Xbox is so popular. Because a lot of people pirated their consoles and got all the games. Yep. Mm. Pretty in 2006, do. at the height, at the time of PS3's launch, each console was sold at a loss of around $240 per console. Yeah, man. The Xbox 360 lost about $125 per console when it launched in 2005. Yeah. What the hell? So they can build because... the. They, they gotta, right. They got to build up the user base, and then they presumably make the money back on the services. No, no, no. They make the money back because the. Uh, the the parts inside of them get cheaper as time goes right. on. Okay. So yeah. their manufacturing costs go down. That's <laughs> mental. I never considered that before. That it eventually the, balances the, out. Yeah, that the price of a console to make goes down over time because the CPU and the graphics card and stuff gets cheaper inside of them. 
So you start off by selling them at a loss and just try and impress people and then make the money later. That's a bonkers economics. That, that's, that, that, that makes... That's insane. That explains why the Nintendo Switch still costs... I mean, I don't know if it applies to them, but it would explain why they won't lower the price of the Nintendo Switch because they're like yeah. making money finally. Yeah. If that I applies. I never really... I never understood that ever before. I, that's, that's actually blown my mind. I did not understand the economics of the consoles in that kind of way. So what else uh, do yeah. they make money from? They make money from live services and... Peripherals. But But I think that the majority of their their money comes in terms of the console comes from being able to sell huge amounts and then you only lose money in the first year so so uh let me read you this article it's about the economics of gaming consoles it says um in 2000 yeah in 2006 ps3s lost 240 dollars per console the xbox 360 lost 125 dollars per console um the xbox 360 earned a profit per console within one year and it still carries and the life cycle of each console is six to eight years so you lose money in that first year but you make large amounts of money for the next five or or possibly eight like depends how long the, the or seven depends how long the console actually lasts for yeah so you want long-lived consoles that are really popular at the beginning or really popular but carry on their popularity over a long period of time. So and that the introduces the question to me, whether they're stalling the launch of new consoles because of price or because of technology. Like, are they releasing PS5 with the latest technology now because it's technologically available or, or because, because the PS4 it's... Or because the dip. Or, no, or because the PS5 parts are at a price now where they can finally utilize it to sell mm. consoles. Yeah. I don't like, know. Is I the mean, technology or the money the limiting in. factor? That's the question I want to know. Yeah. It, it must factor yeah. in, right? They also they also make a lot of money based on the games that they sell as well, obviously. Yeah. But uh but yeah. They create licensing that's nuts. deals. That's also yeah. what sells consoles. That's one of the reasons why exclusives are such a big thing. But also like we're now entering into a new age with consoles that uh, like No Man's Sky, for example, just announced our Hello Games, the creators of No Man's Sky. Uh, it was a very famous P uh, PS4 game that was had a horrible launch, and it, like just a, it, it's like one of those uh, we were talking about it before we went live, like those success stories that you have, like with Rainbow Six, where the game just had a terrible launch and then bounces mm -hmm. back. No Man's Sky is essentially like that kind of a game. Um, it bounced back super hard, and people don't notice. People still oh, think yeah. No Man's Sky oh, is trash. No Sky? It really? bounced back incredibly well. There's Super a documentary good. on YouTube, like 40 minutes, like the entire history of No Man's Sky. And now it's at a point where it's super popular. It. They're adding crossplay. So this thing that was essentially like a, a, a they would call them, um, oh my goodness, there was a name for it, uh, where like it was just like a really hype system seller. No Man's Sky was that game because it was like, you could travel and discover galaxies, endless galaxies. And it was what? like such a sick concept. Yeah, what are you, what are you uh, doing? Killer app, killer app. They used to call them killer apps. I don't know if they still call them that, but anyway. Uh, now crossplay. Now crossplay is a thing. So really, like your, your exclusives are going to become more important than ever. And Microsoft seems to be taking this like very odd approach where they're just saying like, hey, we have games that we're making, like Halo, that are going to be awesome games, but uh, we're also releasing them on PC at the same time. So they're not really an exclusive, 
Uh, but if you have a good PC, you could play Halo Infinite. And if you and but if you own Halo Infinite on on PC, you also own it on Xbox. Hmm. Uh, it's a very it, 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 this we're we're this is why this generation is so interesting. We are entering into uh, a new world with console gaming that uh, could actually bleed over into the PC market, and in unexpected ways because of crossplay. And because of cross buy and cross progression, yeah. like there's just so many question marks right now. And the one that's the most adverse to it all is PlayStation, because PlayStation is like, nah, fam, we keeping these things. Last of Us, you're only going to be able to play that if you own a PlayStation yeah. console. You won't be able to play mm -hmm. that on PC. So, unless you have PS Now uh, and like the future. That's yeah, how I play and then, the and then there's cloud games. Cloud games is becoming a thing too. Uh, that's a bit of work in progress. I mean, it's happening. I don't think Stadia like launched very well. That oh no, no, no. I'm saying like like being able to uh, purchase your games and then take them to wherever you want. Uh, not that's essentially what PS Now is. Like you can play it on yeah. any PC. It doesn't use your PC's processing power. Yeah, you're playing it on a cloud. Oh, there's yeah, a slight, right, right. there's a slight amount of like input lag. But it's it's very slight, and it was a very good a gaming experience for me when I played The Last of Us. Mm. Yeah. So we'll see, man. But this is, uh, just so you guys know, fun fact about me, I always wanted to be a video game journalist. That was really? like, yeah, that's the whole reason why I got into games to begin with. I used to write why? blogs and talk about news, because I love the industry of video games. Mm. I, I, love, I love the entirety of it. Uh, not just esports and not just like one company or something like i i love the business of video games yeah, yeah. i always yeah. found it to just be so fucking cool you were one like, of those people that grew up reading magazines and stuff about it right yeah 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 it's yeah. like i would get my copy of egm with the e3 coverage and i would like go through it. and it's crazy because like a lot of the people that wrote those now are like peers of mine like friends of mine and it's just like yeah. whoa <laughs> like this is this is nuts like uh dan dan shu uh or he he's like one of the big writers for egm at the time i know him uh che chow i worked with him at 343 when we did some halo and rainbow six stuff like it's it's just it's just nuts like how but this was always my passion so this is why i can go on for hours about it so sorry to take over this conversation it was uh, a it. pleasure alex going and boy yeah. mendes and uh, now really do cockroaches it. have sentience <laughs> Do you want to read some reviews and then we can say goodbyes? Sure, John. Are there any reviews? I don't even know. But Maybe you guys should leave five-star reviews. Yeah, leave one. Also, I'll check out the YouTubes to see the YouTubes. I'll check the that YouTube. out. I sound the like such a freaking boomer saying that. Uh, oh, I do want to say before uh, you know we get into some stuff, I, I thank you to everyone who uh, listened to our last episode. Obviously, and, and the title was really well done, by the way, Police Brutality, Racism, and Sugar Gliders, which encapsulated the episode very well. Uh, and I think it created a great uh, talking point. People came into my chat, our, our communities, and uh, talked about it. And uh, I actually think it was pretty dope. So thank you guys for that. Um, and uh, as far as reviews go, did we get anything here? We got one on the 6th. Uh, Oh, actually, we got one. Uh, please upload more on Apple Podcasts uh, is uh, one of the reviews here. Yeah, that's uh, so weird. Episodes yeah. to Apple Podcasts. That's Podcast. so strange. Great. Dude, that's we, so strange. Because we yeah. upload 
on time. Like yeah, all yeah. my podcasts are always we, on time on they're always on time. podcasts and Spotify. Yeah, this definitely isn't a conspiracy theory to make people watch more on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what they're referencing. Can you please upload yes. faster to Apple Podcasts from YouTube? Love the podcast. Well, I always free. forget, Alex. I always forget. I we've got so much stuff going on recently. Somebody has messaged me like saying that nothing's being priority. uploaded on iTunes in months. That's not true. I don't know. Someone messaged That's me. Not they were true. like, "Can you please upload?" Is the latest plat chat up? I don't think so. Well, the latest plat chat was yesterday, and I was busy yesterday, so no. <laughs> but actually, it will be today. I'm looking right now, and it says the gang talks video games, but Wait, our what? other episode isn't up right now. Which one? The one from last week? Yeah, the one from last week. We're mi- yep. I think we're missing two weeks of plat chat. No. Maybe no, on 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 foreheads, not plaid chat. Forget that that other show. No one cares about uh, that. Happens to be more popular. But Wait, anyway, what? Um, yeah, I'm looking right now, and uh, the last upload was May 27th. And and no, our, our... no, 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 no. Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Why are you uploading them so slowly? I'm not uploading them deliberately slowly, Alex. I'm not trying to sabotage Spotify and take away their bottom line. It's just a lack of competence on my part. Lack of competence on your part. Johnny's going to take over it. Johnny's kindly, uh, um, what's the word? Kindly requested (laughs) to take over it because I'm thoroughly incompetent at uploading the podcasts. So from now on. It's not a kind request. It's more like a coup de tat. It's more like. (laughs) It really was. (laughs) So from now on, if there are problems with you Spotify listeners, Blame Jonathan. Tweet him at Reinforce well, and Apple say... Podcast too. They have problems oh, it's everywhere, too. mate. It's everywhere. Yeah. So everyone has a problem. With I don't even know where they go. I don't have any info. I, we'll sort this out, Josh. But yeah, blame me starting the 12th of June. As soon we, as you hear this, blame right. Jonathan. The last episode that was released... Oh my god! This is, like, this is like this is like this is like a work a, review. This is like, like a <laughs> work audit. Performance has been poor. Was released on Plat Chat. Oh my god! Was the May Melee recap? Yeah. On the twenty sixth <laughs> of May. Yeah. Again, that was two weeks ago. So I just missed out the ones from last week. <laughs> well, you know, if it makes you feel any better, Josh, I haven't been able to actually produce, like, find time to actually produce my my solo podcast. Uh, yeah. And and it's been like, yeah, I took on the dumbass task of trying yeah, people, to watch every single esport, and uh, and it's a fucking impossible. People giving me shit for eating I need more time as well, and I I don't have enough time. Uh, yeah, I need more time. I'm thinking of just like, uh, is it? Oh my god, <laughs> is it? Yes, yes, yes. Are we all doing too much? Yes. I'm, I'm not gonna say, say it. it. I'm not gonna say, say it. it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say no, I was going to say, is it, is it morally reprehensible <laughs> to the higher, the higher, I was going to say children, but I don't mean children. What I mean is my little brother. Like, is it a good thing to give small children in your family jobs, like little, little jobs, or is it just exploiting child labor? What is this I mean, job? Which, well, what would his the, job? The job would be, I would just tell my little brother that he needs to upload things, tweet things. He would essentially become like my my social manager and also monitor your, like podcast uploads. He's how's what fourteen, I think. I don't know why I'm looking at Ben. Like she would know more than me. No, but he might do it better than me because I've been failing. <laughs> why not hire a regular person? 
because I could pay him less. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. That's your reason. <laughs> no, because it's it's good to help those no, close. I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. No. You, you're just trying to pay people nothing. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to exploit yeah. people. Real, real talk, though. Real talk, though. I, I've been having I've been wrestling with this myself. Uh, and I've contemplated yeah. like. Oh, because you have somebody that helps you constantly, right? No, you no. do. No, I don't. Cynthia does something, who, who right? An Animal who, Crossing professional who does, player. Who does all of your social media? I I do. So you'll notice that Instagram hasn't had anything for like a while, and that's because my roommate who handles that part of her the name is Cynthia. Uh, I keep she, trying to bait you into saying that. She actually, uh, she's an Animal Crossing pro player now. Right. Uh, so right. there's nothing I could really. Uh, do, do, do you there. pay your wife for her Instagram posts? Uh, I, I don't think it, I talked about just, that person on the show. Uh, is it at just all. forced labor? Is it, is it uh, <laughs> your roommate? The individual obviously does not have to worry about rent. What are the labor <laughs> laws in Puerto Rico? We're, yes, uh, we are talking about you. Hello, roommate. Uh, I'm not. I'm not talking about though. Uh, you, I'm not talking about a spouse. You're just a person that happens to live here. Wow, so this that, is really insulting. Oh is your roommate God. from the Bronx? Huh? I'm trying not to so that people don't get mad at me about saying it again. <laughs> anyway, that's it, guys. You must have uh, a very stable marriage if you're able to look her dead in the eyes and say, you're just a roommate, you're not a spouse. <laughs> I'm not talking about any of this right is now. Is it The Rock? Yeah. Bro, this is your XQC impression? Oh, yeah. God, you guys are the worst. <laughs> uh, is that it? Are we wrapping up? Are we wrapping yeah. up? Yeah, right, guys. We, yeah, we need to have a hard talk after this sideshow. This is <laughs> leave, uh, us, leave us a like sensible. if you ever hear this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We would yeah. love to hear from you. You can't Shout like on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Alex. Review Shut your face, five you star terrible uploader. Um, <laughs> if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. Make sure you give us a subscribe there, like it there, and all that good stuff. You can check us out on our own individual uh, streams. Uh, whether it would be on Brand, Sideshow, or on Reinforced, or myself, Golden Boy FW, you can check us all out on Twitch. We stream fairly frequently, and we would love to hear from you. Also, as a leaving note, I am married. Her name is Cynthia, and I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. See you later. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs>